Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for the GNFCC 400 Insider. Connect, build, and grow with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. We appreciate you joining us. We've got a very good discussion today on a topic that nobody has been talking about the past month, um, which is COVID-19. Uh, we've been hearing a lot of uh, information over the past um, month from the federal government about PPL, PPPB, and PPL. And we've been hearing a lot over this past week from the states regarding getting your hair cut and going bowling and, um, and going to restaurants. Um, but we wanted to hear from our leaders uh, here in North Fulton, our great cities, see what they've been doing um, to address COVID-19 and some of their plans in the future. So again, thank you guys for joining us today. And we want to make sure we thank the North Fulton Business Radio X, who is going to be uh, recording this today. And uh, we'll be able to broadcast this again and be able to watch this with uh, Tiger King tonight, if you want to watch it again. <laughs> so with that, um, we do have a sponsor today, and it's my co-chair of the Government Affairs for North Fulton Chamber. It's Wendell Strickland, who's uh, owner of his and when do you want to say a, a few words? You're still on mute. Hey, how about now? Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, great. Thanks, Trey. Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining today. I want to... Uh, personally thank the North Fulton Chamber and their efforts in putting this together. It's fantastic that they were able to pull this together and, and of course, recording this and, and uh, putting this through Radio X. I'm Wendell Strickland. I'm the CEO of StrongSide Solutions. Uh, I just want to say thank you for letting me be a part of this, and we're proud to be a sponsor. So, Trey, take it back over. Great. Thank you. We've got uh, we five mayors or five cities represented this morning, and so I think what I'll do for the time would go in order by alphabetical order. And um, we'll have each mayor describe what they've done with the COVID-19 and their recovery plans. Uh, maybe talk about how the first responders and staff are, are doing right now. And then maybe any policy changes you might see um, in the Ford, uh future. So I guess we'll start with the, the great honorable mayor of Alpharetta. Uh, I think Jim's on here. So I'll turn it over to the mayor of Alpharetta. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> Hopefully my uh, internet connection will hold up. You were getting a little blurry there and it notified me that my uh, internet connection was unstable. So <laughs> much like my household at this point. Um, I, I appreciate y'all doing this. I think this is, is a great idea and it's an opportunity for us and the mayors in North Fulton to talk a little bit about what's going on. I'll try to summarize briefly. Um, you know, right now, immediately, uh, I would assume my counterparts are the, pretty much the same position as we are. When the governor came out with new directives on Monday, nobody that I'm aware of knew it was coming, or much less the details of it. And so we've been working feverishly to digest the impact of that. And also, about nine o'clock last night, I was forwarded the details of what he said he was going to be doing on Monday. So now we're, we're talking about those. If y'all haven't 
already seen the details, then please reach out to us. We'll be glad to provide them. I'm sure Callie's already seen them and y'all are already digesting them. But I, I mean, the devil's always in the details. And so while there was a lot of uh, publicity, <laughs> I, I don't know about my counterparts, but I, I've had a tremendous volume of people upset that, you know, the world's coming to an end and that the governor has opened up every restaurant and tattoo parlor in the state. And, and you know, that's not the case. And, and so we've been dealing with some of that because people just don't understand. There's a lot of fear out there. There still is. Um, so that's what this week's been like so far. And <laughs> this morning I spent some time going back over the governor's reviews. And, and I think there's a lot better policies in there than people are giving him credit for. We can, you know, guess about the timing and all of those things. But the fact is, this has never happened before. The governor is dealing with stuff I can't even imagine trying to create a policy that applies to Roswell and Jessup and the city of Atlanta. They're, they're just very different communities in a very different state. Um, so we're working on that. And, and I'm sure within the next few days, we'll be crafting ways within our local ordinances to uh, accommodate that and adjust accordingly. Um, you know, but I want, I want to take just a moment to let people know, and maybe you're aware of this and I've talked about it before. It wasn't the government that shut down the economy of the state of Georgia. You know, there's this perception amongst the talking heads and, and you know, the news channels and things like this, that the governor has, wrought havoc upon our economy, and now he's wreaking havoc upon the health of, of this state. It's absurd, and, and it, I think all of our mayors are aware of that, and probably most of you are. The people of Georgia shut down our economy. They, they heard what was going on. They knew the threat to their businesses and their residents and their communities, and they took it upon themselves to start sheltering in place. Our restaurants in Avalon and North Point Mall were closed <laughs> overwhelmingly long before we on a local level started putting in businesses and the governors came forth even after that. So while there is a lot of tremendous pressure about the politics and, and we just live in a world where politics are divisive and that's going to happen. But what we're focused on, I, I think my, my fellow mayors are probably doing much the same. We know that if we're going to get the economy going, people have to feel safe. Because if every restaurant in the city of Alpharetta opened up today, they would probably do about 5% of the sales they did three months ago. And they can't sustain themselves. And, and I think in general, we need to be cognizant as policymakers and as business leaders, not to put too much emphasis on the political restrictions, the laws and the ordinances, which almost impossible to fully enforce anyway um, and start working together to create that self, that safe environment. And, and I think that's what's going to bring us out of this. And the quicker people feel comfortable leaving their home and going to a restaurant or going to a mall or something like that, that's what's going to make the difference. So that's what we're focused on locally. I, I think we'll be working closely with our fellow municipalities because Viruses don't know city lines. And so while we have unique characteristics to each of our communities, we have to be cognizant of what's going on around our borders and work together as a community. So that's kind of where we are and what we're doing right now. And I'll turn it over to the next mayor. Thank you, Mayor. We got to the mayor of Honorable 
Lockwood for Mayor Milton. You're mute. Sorry. All right. Thanks, Trey. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, you know, it's interesting. People, people ask me, you know, Joe, how are you handling this with, you know, how the city and, and obviously day-to-day -day business for, and uh, lifestyle. And I said, well, it kind of reminds me of if you, when you get that occasional once every hundred year major snowstorm and your city gets blanketed and everything shut down. And so nobody can go to work or only, you know, only uh, emergency personnel and whatnot, critical uh, operations. Um, everybody else is kind of sheltered in place. And okay, we'll deal with it next week. We can't do this now, so we'll do it later. So I feel a little bit like we've had that snowstorm, except it just hasn't gone away. So it's uh, it's a never-ending groundhog day on a on a snowstorm, as far as just crippling the uh, operations and day day-to-day -day life. Um, obviously, it's it's getting better. But uh, anyways, it's uh, you know I agree with with uh, Mayor Gilvin, and uh, as far as our community and and our citizens, um, it's it's a really tough. I wouldn't want to be in the governor's position right now. Um, and I tell people a lot of times it's, you know, sometimes your your best leading decisions are when 50% of the people are mad at you and 50% are happy. And that's, you know, that's uh, never, never a, uh, an easy, easy task. So it's interesting. My, as far as the, the state mandate and, and, and the orders coming down from the governor. And again, I, I uh, have no uh, other intel than anybody else, but, my theory is this. Um, obviously, uh, we've got to, for everybody's sake, got to get the, the uh, economy going and day-to-day and -day life back, but it's got to be done in a safe way. And my thoughts are this. If, if let's just say, and I'm making up a day, let's say it's July 31st is the day when things would be safe and everything needed to be up and running. You can't flip a switch on July 30th and the next day everything be running. So, my thoughts when the governor, again, you know, was surprised on the timing and whatnot, but when that came out was, and it seems to be playing out, was they must have realized that it's not going to instantly happen. I don't know any, very few restaurants, even though they're allowed to open on Monday, that are prepared or even thinking about opening. Most of the people I talk to are saying, you know, we're not going to probably go out to eat at restaurants, you know, for another 30 days or, or as, as Mayor Gilman said, until they feel comfortable. So I, in, in my opinion, I believe they were trying to start rolling things out, but knowing that there would be quite a lag time. So, and again, I, I think, especially, you know, from all of our North Fulton cities, but, but also Milton, um, our citizens are the ones that uh, they're, they're educated and smart and aware of everything. They're doing everything they can to keep safe. Um, so obviously part of it is, is our our, uh, our job to implement things so that they can do that? But I, I believe that uh, the average citizen is is do, making you know every effort that they can. Um, it's definitely been a, a trying time. Um, we've learned a lot. Uh, we're getting used to doing virtual meetings like this. Uh, we've uh, been able to come up with a lot of processes at City Hall to to keep business going, uh, but uh, you know doing it remotely and you know open up closing down city hall but open up our vestibule with tables and whatnot and people can drop off paperwork and then it's quarantined for 24 hours and then somebody will get back with them and whatnot so i'm, I'm really proud of uh, of our city staff for being able to uh pretty much keep business rolling as usual um 
although, you know, just a little bit, uh, uh, it's a little bit different and taking a little bit longer, but uh, it, it has been pretty amazing to see everybody work together and, and figure out ways to, to get things done and whatnot. Obviously I want to, you know, big shout out to our public safety who, uh, you know, those, those guys are out there every day and, and the other critical services as well as our, as our, our healthcare folks that are, uh, are, are working hard to keep us safe. So, um, you know, again, I just, it's hard to say exactly what the future is going to look like, but I do, I do believe it's going to be a little bit different. Um, and over time we'll, we'll look back and, and, you know, we'll be doing things years from now that this spawn. So, um, I'm hopeful and looking forward to getting back to a normal life, but, uh, we've got to, uh, you know, be careful that, uh, make sure everybody's safe and, and we get past this. Um, one, one thing in closing, it dawned on me the other day, and I don't know if you guys think the same thing, but uh, I was sitting there with my wife and my son, and we were talking about this situation. And I said, what's really weird is in the past, we've always been able to sit there and be able to, uh, a child and the parents tell them, you know, when we were young and we went through this situation, this is what we did. Or, I remember my parents telling me, you know, when this happened, this is what we did, but we can all sit around there with our kids and our parents and, and whatnot. And none of us have been through this before. So uh, it's uh, certainly challenging. Um, but I appreciate uh, uh, all of our, you know, the other mayors and, and city council persons, our staffs, I know our city managers and the, all the different cities have been talking. Uh, we're all communicating so that uh, hopefully we can, uh, we can help each other learn and, and uh, work together to do the right thing. So thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Um, I think Mayor Still from the great, great city of Mountain Park. He's up next. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I want to um, uh, first say, uh, like my other mayors, I appreciate everything that our first responders and our, our, our medical and health people have done in this community to help uh, under these circumstances. Uh, Joe, you're absolutely right. We will we will forever be different from this point forward, just like we were on 9-11 and, and other big, huge events in our in our, our hit present history. Um, it is going to be uh, a different society out there after we get past this. I think things will change and, and in some ways for the better. and and uh, in some ways, it won't be quite the same. We won't be having any uh, twister tournaments or anything like that on the green anymore. But uh, people will uh, people will respect each other's distances in a, in a much uh, greater manner now. Uh, because Mountain Park is a small community and it's all residential, uh, we we don't have the same challenges that uh, my fellow mayors have. But we certainly uh, uh, have our own. And one of those is that because we're a, a, a beautiful natural setting down here. We have a lot of folks that are coming in from other counties and other cities that are, are um, coming down to enjoy uh, the lakes and to, to, to get out and get some essential exercise and fresh air. Uh, that brought uh, some new challenges for us because like anything in, in uh, our communities, the biggest, the biggest uh, issue sometimes is enforcement. And uh, we've managed to do, do uh, after the initial couple of uh, nice sunny weekends, we were able to do uh, fairly well with uh, the help of DNR and RPD and uh, the uh, Cherokee County Sheriff's Department because part of Mountain Park is in in Cherokee and so uh, people have uh, 
started respecting the fact that uh, you can't gather in large groups down by the lake and you can't uh, go out and, and um, um, uh, keep uh, be less than six feet apart. The 10-6 rule is starting to really catch on. And so we haven't had as big of an issue uh, in the past week or so. We are looking forward to the ending of, uh, of the uh, shelter in place, but we're going to assess how that how that's going to take place once we uh, get to the next meeting, which is next week, and we're going to discuss it at that point. Um, I certainly uh, am, am willing and ready to do anything I can to help my fellow mayors get back to a point where our citizens who work and play and enjoy themselves and shop in the surrounding cities, Milton, Roswell, uh, uh, Johns Creek, uh, Alpharetta, it's certainly uh, uh, going to be a a slow roll to get back to what, like Joe said, hopefully will be our new normal. Um, so we're, we're, we're doing pretty good over here. We're, we're everybody, we, we haven't had any uh, cases uh, of COVID that I'm aware of in Mountain Park. And so we hope to, to maintain that consistency, but um, we still will, will be ready to face any challenges that come from this. So um, Thank you, everybody, for being here today. And I certainly am getting used to these Zoom meetings. I will tell you, our first city council meeting uh, on Zoom was hacked within 20 minutes, and it ended real abruptly. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Um, we go to the, the next honorable mayor from the great city of Roswell, I think, who's probably the most famous mayor right now in North Fulton. Um, we're going on uh, national TV the other day. So, Mayor Henry. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know that I'm the most famous mayor in the world. <laughs> Maybe infamous, but yeah, there you go. Uh, let me just say that um, I think that we are very fortunate to be living in uh, North Fulton. All of the cities in North Fulton are well prepared to deal with this. Uh, I don't think any of us uh, have known or could have predicted the depth and breadth of this virus but we are very well positioned for it. So, so I feel like we're fortunate to be in North Fulton and certainly our citizens in Roswell are fortunate to be in Roswell. And as we move forward, and you all know, um, I would like to caution everybody to follow the CDC guidelines. I would like to caution everyone to move slowly and carefully and calculated as we go into the next steps because we don't know what this virus is going to bring. We don't know if there's a second wave. We don't know if this is going to be a seasonal virus. We just have no idea. So at a local level, and I respect the governor's orders, but at a local level, my job is the health, safety, and welfare of our citizens. And that is what we will continue to deal with. And knowing what the governor has, uh, his orders and his restaurant orders just came out last night. And we are looking at those uh, very carefully. And having said that, I just want everyone to understand that we are looking at those very carefully. We are scrutinizing those orders. And what we want to do is make sure that our citizens and our business owners are safe because that's our number one priority. So this is uncharted territory. And um, I, I often say to people when I, when I ran for mayor and people ask me now, uh, what do you think about all of this now that you're in it? 
And my response has always been, I signed up for it, but I did not sign up for a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) So so having said that, you know, like I said before, we're in uncharted territory and um, I'm really looking to all of our North Fulton mayors, all of our North Fulton leadership to really step up and work together and keep our citizens safe. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor Henry and for the city of Roswell. Uh, next city would be, we've got the, the Honorable John Paulson, who's the Mayor Pro Tem, City of Sunny Springs. Uh, everyone, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So life in Sandy Springs is as good as it can be considering what's going on around us. Uh, the city in general has focused on since we've been closed on even before, how do we keep the community safe? How do we keep our workers safe? And how do we continue to do business as a city? Life goes on, as I've said. Um, so our, most of our departments are still working. Many of them are remote. Occasionally someone shows up at City Hall. City Hall has been closed, but we're managing to get it done electronically. It's actually phenomenal how much you can get done without standing across the table from somebody and talking to them. I miss talking to people, as I'm sure we all do. But uh, there's a lot that's being done. The city's functioning reasonably well, considering considering these re- these circumstances, these restrictions. Uh, regarding COVID nineteen, we've had I think we've had five cases within that we know of within the staff. So we've had a, f- a few challenges. Uh, everybody's recovering or on the way to recovering. Uh, but it's five's not been that bad. I, I don't think. I, I'd rather it was none, like Mountain Park. But that's not the way life is here. Uh, the other part of this is we keep talking about when will the cities open? And I think our citizens, as has been said, our citizens are going to decide when this really comes back because many people are still concerned. These guidelines, I don't know of anybody in Sandy Springs that's read these guidelines and said, yippee, I'm going to go, I'm going to go have dinner every night next week. It's not That's not the way it's going to happen. But anyway, we'll have to see how that goes. We've done a number of things with our to try to help our restaurants. We have a restaurant program where uh, you can take out and dine at home or take out and dine in. And that's kept several of the restaurants afloat. Or I don't know if they're afloat. They're, they're open. They're serving. Uh, so that's, that's working out pretty well. Uh, we've got, when this first started, it turns out we have a lab in Sandy Springs that does testing for COVID-19. So we've been fortunate that and, and we've passed this on to Fulton County and others as well, but there's a lab that does these. So if we have a first responder that's been exposed, he can be tested. And after a certain number of time, a certain amount of time, if he comes up negative, he can put, he can go back in service and that's helped. Otherwise they're quarantined for two weeks at a time. And at one point we had 10 or 11 firemen that were quarantined. None of them got it. So, so I mean, that's helped and that's capstone healthcare. They're, they're doing a pretty good job. I talked to, and I'm a little more granular than, than some of the other folks, but I talked to our police department last night and I talked to our police chief and asked him what life is like. And he said, well, in general, the police department is nowhere near as busy as they used to be, which is a good thing. Uh, you've all heard about speeding, speeding, uh, including the 172 mile an hour people or the 129 mile an hour people. They've had a number of tickets. One of the challenges is more accidents there's a more serious accident when an accident occurs because everybody's going faster. So the wrecks have been 
much more serious than they've been uh, in the past. Uh, we're also starting to see an uptick in domestic violence. And I don't know whether you guys are hearing about, the guys and girls are hearing about this or not, but everybody being cooped up for this long, the police are responding to more domestic disturbance calls than they've been recently. And we'll have to see how that plays itself out as this starts to open up over the next couple of days. And then the police chief said something to me last night I thought was interesting. Uh, the National Guard has called up three reserve units, two, two Marine and one Army reserve unit. And our police chief lost, I think he lost three officers who are being called up. So if you have folks in your city that are uh, National Guard reservists, they may wind up being called up. They aren't being called up for long periods of time. 45 days is what I'd heard, but they're gone and they're doing some of these other things. Uh, that's really about it. Again, life is as good as it can be. My list of things to do around the house never seems to end. I guess that's probably true of everybody. I have played golf a couple of times. Uh, it's funny. You can go play golf if you have your own cart and you don't touch anybody. Actually, you don't even take your ball out of the hole anymore. So there's some recreation that's available, but uh, it's it's pretty limited. We're all waiting to get a little more freedom here going forward. Well, thank you, Mayor Pro Tem, for that, that report. Thank you, thank you. to all those on the city. And I'll be remiss, uh, we have a great turnout this morning, uh, I think 123 already. Um, we got our great Honorable Senator from the District 56, Senator Alvarez. I want to make sure I recognize him. He had a great town hall last night. Um, but I think this time we're going to uh, question and answer um, at this point. Um, so we had some great questions submitted from uh, our guests and from our attendees today. So uh, I guess the first one I'll start off would be about, uh, are you policing social distancing? I know that's a question at all. Um, folks might be going out uh, the next weekend. Um, are you locally policing social distancing? Um, I don't know if you, Trey, if you care who goes first, but yeah, I, I guess I'll stab at it. Um, I, I would say, uh, when you say, uh, the, when you describe policing, uh, we're not going out arresting people. Um, but what we are doing, our, our, uh, police officers are, are very aware of, uh, of the rules and the, the, um, governor's orders. Uh, so, if there are, and, and our citizens have been really good about it, but if there are cases in the public areas that people are out and are in groups or whatnot, uh, they are certainly uh, explaining to people what they need to be doing. And in almost all cases, everybody's been very cordial and uh, and uh, taking taking the uh, the lessons there. So um, that's that's what we're seeing. But again, uh, as I said earlier, our citizens have been really pretty good about. Uh, 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 taking things in their own hands, but uh, it's good to, to kind of remind them sometimes. Hey, any other mayors like to? Well, I'll tell you that in Mountain Park, you know, we, we have a, a lot of kids that are around the lakes fishing and things of that, of that nature. And we have what we've dubbed the, the parent patrol that uh, we have some parents that get out there and they don't hesitate to go point out these kids that that might be an interesting lure, but you need to look at it from six feet or more and you can't be gathering in little groups uh, showing off, you know, your your tackle or your fish or things of that nature. So um, the citizens have really stepped up to help make this uh, as as uh, attainable as possible for us to keep the uh, the ten six rules in place. And and I certainly appreciate that 
uh, as well as the, the authorities that come through and patrol and, and make sure everybody's uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, I mean, I, I'll agree with both previous mayors. For the most part, the overwhelming majority of businesses and people in Alpharetta are already following those guidelines because it's in their best interest to do so. Um, I will add, though, that a lot of people don't understand that local municipalities are actually prohibited from enforcing those things, which I understand why the governor thought that would be necessary. Um but it puts us in the awkward position of getting all these angry, upset, you know, Facebook posts and emails and things. Why are you letting them do this? And my neighbors are out in their front yard. And, you know, it, some of them are, are really absurd at times. But, you know, our response has to be, well, even if we wanted to, we can't. And, and so, uh, of course, our officers are out there in the rare instances that there's something that comes up that needs to be addressed. They'll inform them about it. I think another thing is the communication is difficult um, because we really weren't able to share the details of what people could expect for a while. And so communication is key. People are going to abide by it if they understand it overwhelmingly. But uh, the challenge we've had, I think, more is just people not understanding that you can't ask us to go into – you know, a, a gym because somebody's in there doing a personal training session and was stupid enough to post it on Instagram. <laughs> we, we can't go in there and tell them to shut it down. It's not our authority. It's taken away from us. Well, and Trey, I would like to say that here in Roswell, we are strongly recommending that our citizens and our businesses follow the CDC guidelines, which of course includes social distancing And one of the things that we've been doing here in Roswell is an educational um, program. And our police officers, our chief of police, is routinely out in our businesses. He is out in our public spaces. And it's an educational program. So he's telling people, you know, really, if you want us to leave these parks open, you need to social distance. You need to follow these guidelines. If you want to enjoy all of the things we have to offer in Roswell, you need to follow the rules. And what we have found is that people are more than willing to follow the rules. And we have not had to cite anyone for anything in the past. And we just continue to educate. And let me say this much. If the chief of police approaches me, and educates me on social distancing, I can tell you right now, it's gonna be six to eight feet easy. (laughs) So I think that that's very, very helpful when we're interacting with our residents because people just wanna be outside, they wanna enjoy, they wanna now, they wanna go to restaurants and um, they want to be able, my anniversary is tomorrow. And um, my husband and I will be at home enjoying that. But um, I think that people really have a need to be outside, especially in Roswell. People move to Roswell because of our parks, our schools, our neighborhoods, and they want to be outside enjoying that. And I don't fault them for that. However, sometimes people do get a little overzealous, and it does take our police to you know, just remind them 
uh, what we're dealing with. And while we're not dealing with a lot of COVID cases in North Fulton, there is still a threat. So that that's just my reminder to folks. Thank you, Mayor Henry. Oh, sorry. So Trey, real quick, when this first started, uh, our police noticed in several of our parks that there were still organized sports going on. Hmm. So they very politely went over and talked to them and said, they really can't be doing this. And everybody disbanded. And we've not had that. We've not had that since, but that's one of the reasons why we did close the fields in our parks, just because we didn't want a situation where these, these pickup games or organized games would happen, but we've not had any since the beginning, which is a testament to most people, again, respecting, uh, respecting this virus. Anybody else want to, I think everyone's chimed in. Um, the next question is, will North Fulton City work together uh, in terms of what to reopen first? How closely will you guys coordinate your activities? Since a lot of folks don't see the city lines in North Fulton. Well, Trey, I, I guess I'll go ahead and start. Right? You know, I think we've done a great job amongst our uh, municipalities in North Fulton of staying in communication with each other. One of the, the benefits, at least from my perspective, of the governor stepping up a few weeks ago and making a statewide declaration was the fact that it eliminated the need for us to keep communicating amongst ourselves to, to try to figure out, okay, what's the best path forward? Because we want to work together, not against each other, and have some consistency. And we spent, at least in my experience, we spent a tremendous amount of time over those first few weeks of coordinating amongst ourselves, communicating amongst ourselves, trying to find a path forward that made sense for all of us and working with Fulton County to do the same. And once the governor put in place his restriction, whether you liked them or not, whether we wanted to enforce them or not, um, at least there was one plan. And then it kind of took the pressure off of us and we could focus more on taking care of our individual communities looking to the future about how do we get the economy going when things do start to come back. So I, I think that's been very helpful and has relieved a lot of that stress, but now we're having to move on to the next section of, okay, now how do we work together to bring back all of North Fulton? And I assume that we'll be in close communication again after that. Good. Anybody else want to add anything? Yeah, I just like to add. I also think, uh, like what uh, Mayor Jim said, that uh, the, the communication. And I want to thank Senator Alberts for his weekly meetings. Those are very informative, and and it kind of keeps me. I don't have the same uh, uh, exposure to to, to the uh, commercial side of it, but I certainly am glad to hear what's going on out there. And I look forward to uh, uh, getting back to the point where we can go and 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 socialize in Roswell, Milton, Alpharetta, Johns Creek, those areas. But uh, it has been very beneficial to 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 hear what's going on and get the, the feedback. So. Um, you know, I would also add. Yeah, you know, certainly agree with the the previous two mayors. Um, also, our staff and our city managers have been communicating too. So I know every city is a little bit different and has different uh, facilities and and structures. But uh, the good thing is uh, all of our not only elected officials but our, our city staffs and managers have been talking too. So that uh, Number one, there's no surprises, but also that we can, uh, you know, kind of run things by each other to make sure that uh, we're not doing something that might negatively impact Alpharetta or, or another one of our sister cities or vice versa type of thing. So uh, 
it, uh, you know, again, one good thing that's come out of this, or there's probably several, but uh, it's just the uh, the uh, communication and the working together that uh, everybody's doing. If I may, one of the things that also happened was the city's put a questionnaire out to uh, the businesses in North Fulton, and there are over 800 people, I guess, responded to this, and I saw some of the results this past week, and I thought that was a, a very good way of getting a snapshot of what the business community in this North Fulton area is thinking about, what are their concerns are. I'm sure many of you have seen this, but I thought that was a good example of the entire North Fulton community uh, talking about the subject uh, as a group. Thank you guys for sharing that. I think a lot of folks may not know that the coordination of all you guys working together. I know there's North Fulton Mayor's Association work closely before COVID-19. It's like you're working more closely to get us out of this recovery. So thank you that um some of you guys have alluded to already um about uh the changes of having meetings uh, virtually do you see the current situation fundamentally changing the relationship between city government and the citizens uh, let me just let me say, start I'll, I, I've, I've been thinking about this one as you know when you have ahead, virtual meetings you can't have public comment so one of the challenges in our and putting our agendas together is how do we get the citizens? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mayor Pro Tem. Are you losing me? No, we got you. Okay. So one of the things staff is trying to figure out is how do we how do we engage the community in our city council meetings? And it's one thing for all of us to talk to each other, but there are issues that come before all cities that require public comment and. Uh, so far we've not been able to figure out how to engage in a meaningful way, the public, and we've deferred a number of items that we're going to have to deal with one of these days. Zoning is obviously one of them. We'll just have to see how that plays out, but that's been one of the challenges that has changed the relationship. I'm not hearing the citizens complain necessarily. We've not had complaints in the call center, but I think everybody's being patient, hoping that we can begin having some more, you know, community involvement and public involvement in our meetings going forward. Thank you. Mayor Henry. I would like to say that communication is key. The partnerships that we have with the community as well as our business owners are key. And for me, the one-on-one is very, very important. There's a different communication style when you're meeting in, in person than when you're uh, doing a Zoom meeting. So I really see us moving back, or I would like to see us move back to a more one-on-one approach where we can physically meet and talk with people, where we can physically have council meetings. I think it's a way off, a, a long ways off. However, I do feel that it's really important because while Zoom meetings get us partway there. I think everyone would agree with me that Zoom meetings are just not the same thing as meeting in person, having a conversation, building those partnerships with people. It's just not the same. So I am hoping that when we push through this, that we, uh, I know here in the city of Roswell in the month of May, We will have all virtual meetings that includes council meetings, committee meetings, and boards and commissions. Uh, We will do that 
for the month of May. I'm not sure where we'll go after that, but um, I think that it's very important once again, because, you know, we're building these relationships with our citizens and our business owners. And if you don't have that physical contact, I think it's very difficult to build that relationship. And if I may, along those lines, I think going back to that relationship between city government and the residents, it, it, it will change. As Mayor Henry said, you know, we've had Zoom meetings that, man, it was tough at the beginning <laughs> when we had our emergency order that was the shelter in place, poorly timed the day before the governor just went ahead and did it anyway. Um, it, we had almost 300 people participate in a Zoom meeting. And while this is a great group here, to conduct a, a city council meeting with 300 participants was pretty crazy. Um, and we learned from that experience. You know, we had people from the, the, galley, the gallery, the public, stop me and interrupt me and tell me that I had forgotten something. And we had to learn how to conduct it. So, I mean, it was a learning experience, but we've gotten better at it. And um, as Mayor Henry said, we I don't know when we'll start back with actual physical presence of city council meetings in city hall. I, I think based on the guidelines, we could probably come up with some ways to be able to do that in the next few weeks if we choose to do so. But even when that happens, I think there's value in having interaction with the public. If you can figure out how to balance it, because, you know, typically when I'm in city council meetings, I, I usually allow public comments on issues and uh, at the end of our council meetings for up to three minutes. And I'm sitting there looking at 272 people that might want to take three minutes to talk and comment. And, and But, you know, you kind of play it by ear. And what I ended up doing is because on a Zoom meeting, you have a chat function. I said, tell you what, everybody, I, I, I can't spend six hours here listening to three minutes a, a piece, but I'll give you all three minutes to post your comments in the chat function and things like that. And I think it's it's helped me understand that we've got an opportunity moving forward to maybe leverage that technology. I mean, even if we, for example, if we started physical city council meetings in three weeks, there are people who may be at risk, you know, elderly or have some of the conditions that predispose them for, you know, serious bouts if they were contacted by the virus. How can we incorporate some of that social distancing to allow more public participation from home? So I think that's changed. And just a lot of the other services that we've always provided in public, forcing people to come down to City Hall to pay for a business license or to buy a garbage tag or something. I think we'll, we'll rethink a lot of that moving forward as well. So hopefully it'll end up making the relationship better, but we'll see. And let me just say, I agree with um, Mayor Gilvin that, um, you know, we're entering into a new normal. And what I would, and I don't normally speak for all the North Fulton mayors, but what I would uh, be comfortable speaking for the North Fulton mayors is that while we might be having virtual meetings, while there might be some social distancing, I would like to remind everybody that we are extremely accessible. You can call us, you can text us, 
You can email us and we are here to listen to you and have a conversation with you. It might just not be on the TV screen. Great. Anybody else want to add? Well, I will say that I know uh, we've learned a lot through this experience and we've had much better attendance uh, through the virtual meetings. So we plan on incorporating that into our future meetings as well as the uh, physical meetings, uh, because we, the more the more participation, the better the, the decisions and the more informed decisions that we can make. So it will continue. I, you know, I'd like to, to add to that, too. It's, it's interesting. We have found new ways to, uh, um, you know, virtual meetings. Um, I know had a uh, meeting with some citizens and a, and a business uh, issue the other day. Um, obviously we're, we're making do with that. People are, are working from home and whatnot, but I think uh, to the previous mayor's points at some point um, it's not, there is a, a value to one-on-one or, or a an in-person meeting as well as working together. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, City Hall, and I noticed some private businesses, at, at first it's kind of a novel thing to work from home and all that, but uh, at some point everybody does want to get back and, uh, and collaborate. So, again, I think what we've learned out of this is there's probably some things that we can do without getting in a car or physically meeting, uh, but I think we're also learning that there are some things that it is better for uh, to have uh, human contact. So, Great. Thank you, guys. Um, next question would be what other organizations or committees are being formed to help develop a re-entry plan for your city, the city and businesses? Well, I would like to go ahead and mention that here in the city of Roswell, that, um, we are partnering with our convention and visitors bureau, as well as Roswell Inc. And, uh, we've got a business recovery task force. We're looking at, Uh, We're talking with our businesses and we are looking at um, how does, what does this recovery look like and what changes with your local government? Because as you all know, local government has a certain role. Fulton County has a different role and the state of Georgia has a much different role as well as the federal government. But the local government, what does that look like and how can we help people recover from this, our citizens, as well as our businesses. And I think it's really important to help our businesses recover from this. And what what can the city of Roswell do to help that? So we're opening the dialogue. We've got over 20 businesses, as well as um, city staff. And like I said, Roswell Inc. And also um, the CBB to all pull together as a unified front as we face these challenges. Great. Thank you, Mayor Henry. Um, other cities, are you guys something similar or in plans to create something similar? So I'll, I'll chime in real quickly. One of the things I've been impressed with is the, the local chamber of commerce, both Sandy Springs as well as North Fulton Chamber. There's quite a bit going on, quite a bit of information going on especially related to trying to get some of this funding from the, from the government on its best day. This is complicated. And these days it's even worse, but I think they and our staff, our city staff has been working with them as well to get the message out and make sure that there, as many people hear about this and have, are, have, can avail themselves of this, these funds 
And I'm assuming the chamber will continue to work on strategic reopening and smart reopening as this goes forward. Uh, I think they've done a really great job. They've stepped up very nicely in concert with staffs of the various cities. Great. Thank you, John. Yeah, and I'd like to say that, you know, over the past week and a half, two weeks, since the governor put in the statewide shelter-in-place restrictions, it's allowed us and now Ferretta to focus more on that, the recovery. Um, haven't brought a task force together yet, but we have been working on the concept. I've had a lot of conversations with business leaders in various communities, the Convention Visitors Bureau and the Chamber. Um, and, and so I would imagine next week, now that we have a little clarity on what reopening looks like in the governor's opinion, I, I think we'll be getting in the same room because we've got some great ideas. But part of the challenge in this whole episode has been that there's so many moving parts between guidance from the feds, the state, the county, that when you bring everybody together, come up with a great plan, by the time you get it on paper, the news tells you that somebody's changed something. <laughs> and so they moved yeah. the goalpost. And, and so timing is very key. You, you can't delay forever, but you try to make sure you have as much relevant information before you make any new policy changes. But yeah, I think we'll all be working closely with the chambers and, and the business community for the next few weeks to get things back to some sense of normalcy. Great. Thank you, Mayor. And thank you, Mayor Gilman, for bringing up that point, because I, I would also like to thank the chamber. You play a very important role and everything is about partnerships and communication and going forward, that's key. That's key for all of us. Thank you, Mayor Henry. Mayor Lockwood, Mayor Still. Yeah, I, I would want to uh, reiterate that too. Thanks for the chamber just basically uh, helping pull us all together and uh, being a, a conduit and a link to do that. So thank you, Callie, and all your team for that. I echo those sentiments. Yeah. So I know there's questions that I've gotten a lot uh, over the, the past week um, about uh, restaurants and parks. So I know that uh, the parks have been, uh, most of the, we had the Great Parks North Fulton been closed. Um, any timetable about opening parks? And then as far as restaurants, it's a two-part question um, on restaurants. Um, if the restaurant does follow the, the, the 39 guidelines the governor has uh, put out, um, be able to eat outside. Um, cause we've got some great restaurants in North Fulton that a lot of people eat, eat outside. So those are two questions. I don't know if you guys can answer those or I'll, uh, uh I'll, I'll take, take a shot first. Okay. Uh, you know, as far as parks and, and Milton's a little bit different, we've got a lot of passive areas, parks, trails and whatnot, which are, have been open. Um, uh, you know, as far as active parks and programs, we've not opened those yet. And in fact, our, our staff has been talking with other city staffs and whatnot, and we certainly want to take our time and do the right thing and, and look at all the guidelines on that as, to, as far as when we open up our uh, active uh, facilities and whatnot. One of the things I started to mention earlier, we're talking about social distancing. The one issue we have had to deal with with our, our, our public safety and, and, and citizens is some of our trail systems, obviously, since they are open and people don't have anything else to do and they want to get outside, you know, that's been a little bit of a challenge because everybody's, uh, you know, trying to congregate and, and walk on the trails and, and it's kind of overloading that. So that's a, that's been a little bit of a uh, just a, uh, uh, you know, an issue to deal with. 
um, it's, and again, that's good and bad, you know, it's good that people can get out and whatnot, but uh, get too many. Um, you know, again, I'll go back to the, the thing with restaurants. I, I personally believe that uh, even though the, the governor opened up restaurants, say this Monday, whatever, the 30th, uh, that really is probably 60 days from now when, when restaurants will, will be prepared and, and uh, you know, will self-manage themselves to be opening up. So I, I just, I know it's a tough thing. Um, you know, the restaurants that are doing takeouts, it's obviously a way to try to save a little bit of business and revenue, but uh, it's a small, small percentage of, you know, a lot of at least sit down restaurants, obviously fast food restaurants are, are doing well with it. But yeah, with the uh, sit down outside and even the, the, you know, regulations with uh, what is it? 500 feet, you know, you can only have 10, 10 people for yeah. 500 feet. Um, you know, you look at a downtown restaurant, uh, you know, Alpharetta restaurant or so, for example, that might be 1500 square feet. That's only 30 people. And they might normally have a hundred, it, it almost doesn't make sense uh, for them to open up. So it's, I think it's a, it's definitely a challenge. Thank you, Mayor. Well, and I would like to say, um, as far as the perks go, uh, what we have learned through this is that we are a regional draw for our parks. And um, what we want to, our parks are open, but our parking lots are closed. And that is designed basically to uh, encourage people from outside our community to not come in to use our parks. We want to shelter in place, and that means you shelter in place in your own community, which um, you know just helps us to not cross-contaminate. Um, but like I said, we've got a uh, regional draw with our park system, and, and that has just been something that um, we're trying to deal with, and we've closed our parking lots try, trying to help deal with that. Now, if you live in Roswell, you can easily get to one of our parks. You can walk. You can, um, and we have found that people are social distancing. People are being respectful, and you know we certainly do appreciate that. But with the governor's new orders, we have to be very careful, and we're going to keep our parking lots at our parks closed, and also our ball fields, uh, playgrounds, the type of things where people tend to forget about social distancing. So we're going to continue that for now. And um, we're just hoping that that people do remember and respect those boundaries. Uh, as far as uh, restaurants, um, you know, we've got Cinco de Mayo coming up. We, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> I know, seriously. As you know, Cinco de Mayo is, is a festival uh, you know, I would love to get out and have a margarita and enjoy the beautiful weather we're having, but we've just got to be very cautious about this and how we open things up. So I think the majority of our restaurants are going to be, from what I've heard, they're very respectful of the orders. They are very cautious. And as Mayor Gilvin stated, um, or maybe it was Mayor Lockwood, I, I, I apologize, um, that it is not economically feasible for many of our restaurants to open up with only a half capacity, a third capacity. They're better off to do the curbside pickup or, uh, or the delivery. So 
Um, I think that our business leaders are recognizing that while the governor has opened up many of these things, actually that is not what it's going to look like. His order is not what it's going to look like because there's common sense and business models involved here. And if I could, I know we're getting kind of long on time. Yeah. Try to be brief. Uh, Mary Henry. Uh, Alpharetta parks have been open. The green space has been open. The trails have been open. We did close down our uh, sports programs, of course. And, and our guiding principle now and, and moving forward is, you know, not when can we open up things, is when will it be safe? Or when can we make it safe? to resume these activities. And once we determine how we can do that, that'll determine the timeline. You know, if we can have baseball over the summer, we'll have baseball over the summer. If we can't, we can't do it safely, then we won't. And I think a lot of the questions that I've seen on here also, the specific questions about childcare groups up to 10, if you read the information that was put out last night, the governor was pretty thorough. You know, I think they've broken it down. So uh, the grouping of 10 is within a classroom, things like that. So I encourage everyone who has specific questions. A lot of that stuff really is detailed in that stuff. The restaurants, for example, for the next few weeks, cities have no control over whether people are eating outside, basically based on the statewide guidelines. And so as long as restaurants are meeting those you know, criteria that are laid out there very specifically for social distancing and sanitizing, then that's what will be the, the dictating guidelines for the next few weeks. So I, I think in general, we're in a good place now. We're better off than any of us, you know, anticipated a few weeks ago when with the severe projections and stuff like that. And so I look forward to working with the chamber and my fellow mayors and, and everybody else to try to get us out of this as healthy and as safely as possible as soon as possible. Well, thank you, Mayor Govan. And I want to, this time we're, we've got, got two minutes left. So I want to again thank uh, all the mayors for participating this, this morning. Uh, we're very lucky in North Fulton to have just a great leadership in the cities and our business community. We're here to support you um, in the cities. Um, again, I want to thank our sponsor and my co chair, Wendell Strickland, for your sponsorship this morning. And our uh, partner, John Ray, at uh, North Fulton Business Radio. Thank you for your partnership. And my gut, I'd be amiss not to recognize Government Affairs Committee, um, many of you on this call. So thank you for that. And at this point, I want to thank Stacy and Callie. I'm going to turn it over to them to close out uh, today's meeting. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. Thank you, Trey. Um, I appreciate you doing this in the Government Affairs Committee, of course, work all year to, uh, to, to have this kind of content, this kind of communication, which is key in all of this. <clears throat> my thanks to the mayors. Um, for being here with us this morning, and um, Mayor Pertim as well. I do want to just wrap up by saying, again, thank you to everybody who's on the call. We are going to continue to bring you webinars like this that I think are good for, for the region to hear what everyone is saying. Um, there are uh, items on our website. We have started a new file, Effective Monday, um, on our, our website. We have a responsible recovery folder, which we're compiling information. Jim, you mentioned the mayor's information came out last night. I should have that up there today um, for everybody. And so I just want to make sure everybody knows we continue to put that on the front of our website. It is not password protected. When this occurred, the chamber made the decision that we were for every business in North Fulton, not just our members. And so we continue with that. 
as we're trying to bring the latest information to everybody. I do want to mention because um, our mayor's mentioned it, and thank you very much for the shout out about the chamber's work. I'm very proud of my team who's been working from home over the last five weeks. Um, but we have established, and it has now been board approved, our economic recovery task force plan. Um, there are five areas, and we're starting to stand up those work groups. Uh, we recognize that this is not a work group that's going to work, you know, in a week and have everything together. I think Jim made a good point of, you know, this is an evolving situation. Every day we find out something new. And so we need to be nimble about that. Um, we expect that this task force will work over the next 12 to 18 months in these five particular areas. Um, anyone who has an interest in participating, please email me right now. We've gotten that out with our board of directors and have started uh, talking to our partners um, like Roswell Inc. and have been um, really working to try and make sure that we're inclusive in this, which is our intent. Um, so the five areas are workforce development and unemployment, uh, small business and entrepreneurship. We know that we're going to have uh, a number of new entrepreneurs coming out of this and, and we're eager to work with them. Cash flow and liquidity, which we've already seen with the passage yesterday of additional dollars, um, more work going into that. The fourth area is government government support, policy and regulatory. We also expect that we'll have a lot of uh, regulatory and potential uh, lawsuits coming out of this at the other end. We want to be on top of that. And finally, the fifth area, which um, is chamber tomorrow. How will we evolve through this process and what role as the regional chamber in North Fulton can we play? So that's the, the areas and the focus that we have right now. Um, we're very proud of our six communities and the work that they've done. Um, and I just appreciate very much the opportunity to serve with all of you. Thank you to the, the almost 150 people who are on this call. Uh, we appreciate all of you working with us, and that's what's going to get us through all of this. Again, Trey, thank you very much. Wendell, thank you for your sponsorship. And mayors, we are blessed to have you. Thank you all so much for doing this with us. And with that, I believe we are adjourned. Thank you, everyone.